Welcome back to What the Fumble. Finally, the gang gets a rest in a bed, and for our trouble, we get betrayed. Slash doesn't trust much of anyone, and he won't trust another sleepy shopkeeper again. That's for bloody sure. I just hope that people don't know about Slash's maddening fear of being tied up. Otherwise, it'll be a lot more vicious mockery without the psychic damage. At least these two can't tell everyone else about Slash's cowardice. Though I'm sure there will be more mockery of some sort in today's episode of What the Fumble, episode 34, Family Matters. Four, episode 34 yeah. you guys as terrified as i am about your newfound agency <laughs> your full agency listen we've been scared for the past you know 32 episodes thereabouts so agency doesn't really terrifies us as much as it empowers us i think you're the scared one here it I certainly terrifies yourself. me <laughs> i'm terrified it, no it's fun it's fun because i really don't know what you guys are gonna do this could go anywhere. I think we're we're jumping right in though. We're it's one of them weeks. Oh. We're jumping in. There's too much to get to. There's too much out here in Martyr Bay that I want to tell you about. Ended last week on a pretty pretty fun little fight. You guys did pretty well overall, resource wise. That felt you guys did pretty good. Yeah, Salash, like, clutched onto every single resource that he could. Of course, I was the star <laughs> sure of the did. show, every clearly. One of pearls. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Probably, uh, I mean, you've been kind of sailing by thinking maybe that mechanic wasn't so bad after all. Yeah, no, it's, uh, kind of I don't know, I, I just really hope that, you know, the folks in Martira Bay don't have, like, this penchant for tying people up. No, I'm sure <laughs> these two are the only people with those intentions. I'm sure of it. Wait, so it was the mention of being tied up that got him scared, right? So what if someone's late to a late to an appointment like, hey, hey, sorry, I just got tied up at the docks. <laughs> Slash, ah! <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Instantly. That's like the antithesis of Slash, who's all pragmatic and whatnot, and then gets brought down by the mere mention of rope and tie. It was, yeah, it's all fun games till you fail to check in the middle of combat. <laughs> and it's not so fun anymore. Not so fun anymore. But yeah, you guys got through this fight. Old Yawning Eddie sold you out at some point during the night, it would seem. Mm. Gave a heads up to his friends, old Pete and Olag, that there were people here. And they came to find you the next morning looking for Van Richten. But you guys you guys were victorious in your your little battle with them here at Yawning Eddie's. So what do you want to do? You've got some fresh corpses on the ground, an empty uh, flop house, Van Richten still upstairs. What just happened down there? My goodness. A kerfuffle, sir. Uh, Lenara says as she's walking up to uh, the corpse of old Pete, uh, her hand on the anti-venom that she was going to shove in his mouth, but uh, 
Now it seems all the poison's going to go all to all of his outsides that are now splattered against the wall <laughs> uh, with uh, Lucia's amazing hit. And Oleg, he was an orc? Full orc? Half orc? Full orc. Full orc. Ooh. Well, on the off chance, there's still a little orc ferocity. She's just going to uh, you know, charge up her hands a little bit, give him a little shock, make sure he is indeed knocked out. And she immediately just starts looking around, taking charge of the situation. Um, she starts taking her jacket off, casts presses of digitation on it, makes it look like the dock worker's clothes covered in salt and just battered up, tosses at Tess and goes, here, throw this on. You're quick, you're nimble, you can get away from people, and you have a decent eye. Go and see if we're being followed by the Cargatane. Your hair... Either tie it up or put it down. I don't know what your current hairstyle is. Change it up. Make your face look a little different. She looks at Merlin and goes, Merlin, you're familiar with ledgers, books. Go and see what Eddie has back there. See if anybody's coming in. See what stock he has. Restock our booze supply and at least leave some. Hmm. Yes, chef. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Slash. Uh, You... Wan T should be immune to poison. Go and see if there's a tooth in this fellow's mouth. I would use your prosthetic arm instead of the other one. On the off chance he's still biting. Lustra, you're fantastic at survival and perception. Find if there are any little hidey holes in this flop house. We may have just inherited, for even just the next few minutes, a safe house. And Lenara will immediately start searching... Old Pete. On the body of Old Pete, you find yourself, he had ten daggers on the sash around his chest. Nice. He's wearing some plain old leather armor. His eye patch, if you want yourselves an eye patch. He's got 42 gold. Ooh. Nine silver. And a tiny folded sketch of Dr. Rudolf Van Richten's face. Just his, though. That's the only sketch you find on him, yep. Okay. And uh, once she's finding uh, this money on Old Pete, she will go to Slash, look at him and go, On the off chance we get separated, I don't like having all our eggs in one basket. Here's the coins on him. Can we separate that? What's in our bag of holding amongst all of us now that we're actually not stuck in an asylum? That's a that's a pretty good idea. Uh, While well, you figure that math out, Merlin, you on the body of Yawning Eddie himself, you find a club. All in all, the register had eighty four gold, seven silver, and nine copper. Is what you kind of find hidden earnings here at Yawning Eddie's. A lot of the booze containers, unfortunately, got damaged in combat, or you drank them last night. You didn't mm-hmm. have to fill a whole fucking bucket for you. <laughs> but roll a d6, Merlin, and we'll see how much, how many doses you scrounge up, sir. All right. May the drunk lord help me here. See, this is another, <laughs> this is another one of those mechanics that doesn't seem so bad right now, but one of these days, Merlin Carlisle... You're going to run out. Five on the die. Not today. Not today. (laughs) Not today. Well, maybe. You never know with Merlin. It could be a rough day. 
Uh, it was Slash, I think, that was uh, going for the orc, right? You're checking out his mouth and uh, kind of eluding him. Yeah. So I'll give you that now as well before you guys do your math or while you're doing it. The full orc has... He's, well, he's wearing some hide armor. Gives you 13 AC if anyone's interested in that. He's got a battle axe. He's got a net. Sure enough, you find a little poison pill in his mouth. It is like kind of, there's a little crack at the top. Almost looks like he tried to crack into it, maybe died in the process. So it looks salvageable, still usable. You find a poison pill. Ooh. Uh, What else? Does he have anything else? Uh, 13 gold and a potion of healing. Oh. Yay. Quick slash, throw it on the ground. (laughs) Only for you, Tess. (laughs) <laughs> I don't hold a grudge. What are you talking about? Um, How much gold, I'm sorry, was on the orc again? Orc 13. 13 gold. So yeah, that's what you guys find. I'm kind of tossing this place. Uh, Van Richten, still kind of a weakened state, uh, does actually manage to get himself down the stairs all by himself Aww. this morning. Kind of looks around at a mess and says, my goodness. I'm sorry, were we still going for a walk? Perhaps in a moment. Uh, we're just finishing brunch. Emphasis <laughs> oh. on the crunch part of brunch. <laughs> I says, oh, just as good, I suppose. I am still quite tired. My, what a mess in here, though. This doesn't seem like the safest place we've picked, does it? Well, I'm not sure if it's the place or the people. Uh, is there? Are there any... Um, windows and in the in this common area for yawning eddies or is it sort of just like i would have to open the door to check and see if there's anyone outside oh yeah there's two uh there's a window two windows flanking the main door and they're they have shutters you can close or open the shutters as as you desire you kind of take a peek sees outside there's certainly people in the streets uh but there's no one like you know, marching towards Yawning Eddies. There's not anyone peeking in or anything like that. Doesn't look like too many people out there give a damn about what happens at Yawning Eddies. Anonymity. I like it. Um, Tess is going to, like, shift her way into Lenara's coat. And, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna close the shutters. Okay. Um, I'm going to look around to see if there's a, like, closed sign anywhere. I'm not sure if flop houses, like, they seem to be always running. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's got, like, a makeshift. He's just written the word closed in, like, black paint. But he's got one you can hang on the outside if you want. Yeah, just to... Honestly, that might be a little more conspicuous given Yawning Eddie's uh, work ethic, shall we say. Mm. Out of flop. Only house, no flop. Um, and there were windows upstairs, Yeah. Yeah, there's four rooms upstairs, a window in each. Okay. Um, I am going to go upstairs and look out the windows, especially if any are facing out to the side of the the building, because I'm not sure if there are any alleyways next to it, but I sort of want to look down and see if there's anyone in the alleyways, if there's a vantage point I can get there. Yeah, so like the front of the building, two of them upstairs are on the front-facing side of the building and look out towards the docks and the other two are like on the back of the building and looking out towards looking out through those you can see 
the rest of Martira Bay just like sprawled out pretty big old city orange see a, a sea of rooftops from those other two windows but yeah, you look down and yeah absolutely there's like you know maybe a little five to ten foot alley between yawning eddies and the next random building i'm just not sure if you want to leave the building quite yet um uh hearing lenara's plan slash would go to test first and just be like here and he's gonna hand you exactly 37 gold 92 silver and 141 copper <laughs> thanks for doing that all right 37 gold I could buy so many buckets. <laughs> Do I see him around? <laughs> um, she she accepts it and says, "Why, thank you, Slash. That's very industrious." Slash looks at the oh, his own pool of money and looks at yours and says, "Perhaps you might be more industrious with it than I." Ah, well, I mean, I feel like I should um, trade something for this. She reaches to her dart pouch. <laughs> <laughs> It says, is there anything I can offer you? <laughs> Slash, seeing you put your hand on the dart, he looks up, gives an uncharacteristic grin, but shakes his head. No, Tess, I think that will be all. Good luck out there. Oh, suit yourself. Um, all right, and yeah, I'd, I'd like to close the shutters on all of the windows if there are shutters there as well. Um, and hang up the closed sign and i'd like to do a circuit of the of the building um is there like any any broom or something like that i'd like to try to take a prop basically to make it look like i'm sort of like sweeping like you're sweeping yeah sure yeah just like look like i'm doing like a little bit of maintenance or something maybe uh Maybe it's the early enough in the morning that the dung sweepers are still out. Um, I'll have to keep my eye out for any serial killers. But yeah, you know. it's fine. There's a there's a broom leaning up against the door. Take it outside with you and do a quick sweep uh, of the perimeter. There's nobody lurking in the shadows. No one gives you much attention. I mean, there's definitely people that see you walk out of yawning eddies, but they turn away immediately. Keep going to their business. Um, how far away from where we landed was Yawning Eddie's? Actually, let me check. You know what, Merlin, while you were looting, uh, are you splitting your gold that you found with everyone, by the way? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, so we're going to split it all evenly across okay. everybody. Okay. You guys know. Well, um, you guys, you guys figure that out. Write said, it on your character what, sheet. You said you had, what, 84 gold? 84 gold, 7 silver pieces, and 9 copper pieces. Okay, just I'll do the math for that real quick. Awesome. And all of the 5 doses of booze, sorry, 4 doses of booze Merlin has. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah, I'll keep those Yeah, for safekeeping. (laughs) Don't worry about that. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, While while you're looking around, Merlin, you do find one more piece of loot that I forgot. Or maybe, I just don't know how else to tell you guys this, so I'm going to shoehorn it in. You find, in all of Yawning Eddie's, he only had one of them left. It's really faded and dirty, but he's got one of those, like, tourist pamphlets (gasps) of the city. Uh, So I'm going to give you a map of Martyr Bay. Oh, hell yeah. Just uh, in time. Doesn't have a lot written on it. 
but according to this, you guys are yawning eddies, which is kind of at the uh, the part of the waterfront district that it's like right before it goes into the the city proper. So it looks like you're about 200 yards away from where the boat is parked. Uh, beyond the waterfront quarter, though, looks like you got a few places of interest here in the city. There's the Guild Quarter, which, according to this pamphlet, is home of the Bard's Guild Music Library. Hmm. There is the Merchant Quarter, which... I'm sure you can figure out is where things are sold. <laughs> uh, if this works like your typical city, that's probably going to be a pretty busy section of town, likely the busiest. There is also the East District, which is actually the wealthy section of town, and that's where that gentleman's club is. I think I told you wrong. Uh, I think Yawning Eddie might have said a different district, but it is in the East District. East District is the fancy part of town. Well, I mean, I'm not sure if Yawning Eddie frequented many gentlemen's clubs. So. Yeah, no doubt, <laughs> for sure. Uh, you also have the North District here, which is going to be home to all your warehouses, textile mills, that kind of thing. The North District is also home to the Martira Bay Weavers Guild. Also got yourself a Western District, better known as the Slums. That is your rough and tumble part of town. And I think that covers all of them. Did I miss one? I don't think so. Uh, We got South Side of Town, East, North, and West. Oh, the South District is not far from... If you remember when you first arrived here, one of the first things you noticed is... A five-story tall black tower kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. It is kind of in that southern section of town. So I'll pass you guys the map. Do what you want with it. There you go. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, my. Actual physical map. Is that eight and a half by 11? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Printed that one myself, boys. A2 paper stock? Ah, God. Uh, But yeah, not really much written on there aside from... Uh, district names, but you find a little pamphlet with a little bit of uh, info on it, so that's good. Cool. But what? Uh, what is? What's the plan now that uh, you've done your little perimeter check? You've looted. Uh, Lustra is going to go and look around and start banging on some of the floorboards, and you know, feel if there's anything hollow, like maybe a cellar, because if he has booze, he might have a cellar, and there might. Some other means of ins and outs if he's working for this old Pete. Yeah, so I'm sure. gonna start looking for like passageways out that aren't really hidden passageways. Give me an investigation check. Uh, add stress. Uh, oh shoot, that's an eight. An hmm? eight? No, you don't find any I'm anything sh- like that. Real quick, relative to this map, are we on the south side of this map, north side of this map? You're uh, in the waterfront district. Yep. Which is, I believe, on the western side. Mm-hmm. Your boat right smack in the middle of it and okay. right at the border between it and like the next district. Does that oh, make sense? Okay. I see. So you're yeah. like 200 yards inland right now. Okay. I see. Excellent. Would I, from where I am, be able to see whether or not someone has scuttled our boat? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Me, uh, oh, I don't think it takes a roll. No, it's still there. Excellent. Absolutely still okay. there. 
We still got like two dead bodies, right? Like that's yeah. still a thing. Oh, we three need to, dead bodies. Three. three. We need to find a furnace. That's what uh, we need to do. <laughs> Full you, Sweeney Todd. All right. Let's, uh, well, while you're doing that, Lenar is going to um, clean up and remove the other signs of battle that uh, are a little easier to remove magically. Yeah, sure. Clean up the blood, that kind of thing. Fix the, the dents in the walls. Tess is going to return in and like be mumbling to herself about I wouldn't I never would have believed that Yanni Eddie would just up and go on vacation like that. Well, I guess he's earned a break. Just like mumble about how Yawning Eddie's is now closed, <laughs> if anyone's listening. Just like, yes, yes, this is a this is a normal thing happening. Don't worry about it. Uh but she'll uh she'll go back in and uh let everyone know. I did a small sweep of the area. Didn't look like there was anyone keeping an eye out. But, I mean, Enrichten is hunted. There are pictures of us. I mean, I, I'm assuming they're on their way. Like, the the Mercy was headed to the mists as well. So it's only a matter of time before our likenesses are spread out. It is worth mentioning that Adolescent Colin had our pictures. Clearly, they, they were being delivered to this place. It is very apparent that Van Richten's name precedes himself in the land of Darkon, but not our own. So perhaps our own visage is still obscured. That is very egotistical of you, Slash. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Van Richten pictures look the same from uh, Old Pete and uh, from Adolescent Colin? Yeah, maybe not the exact same person drew it, but yeah, very similar. Same kind of look, same kind of age, that kind of thing, yeah. Is there anything written on it, like bounty, wanted, dead or alive, or anything like that? Or it's no, just... as a matter of fact, it's it's small enough and folded almost as if the intention was to hide it on his body. Yeah, he's, you get the impression it's not a picture he's shown to many people. It's not a big old 8x10 or anything. This is a very tiny little folded sketch in his pocket. So those guys had the 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 mercenaries had the secret tattoos would yawning eddie have had one as well do you want to give him the slash special (laughs) (laughs) that's supposed to mean what strip him down look for tattoos yeah you guys have already kind of looted him so i don't mind letting you know that no you don't find any you don't find that same tattoo on him okay so he was just a a goon slash sort of pauses for a moment I do recall the deckhand explaining that there was a abandoned temple of Ezra nearby as well. Uh, it was uh, inhabited by elves, yes? I believe so. Filthy elves. Uh, was that not past one of these uh, shrouds or veils that they were talking about? Mm. It was, yeah. It does give us direction, though. And then Salash will look to Van Richten and then look back to Lenara. I suppose a walk... That might help the dear doctor recover himself, maybe in order as well. Yes, I wouldn't mind the fresh air. I do hate to be a bother, but yes, I think it would do me some good to stretch the old legs. I can't seem to keep my focus at all today. That's quite all right. I'm sure we all have cotton balls in our heads after our first real sleep in a while. Um, and she sort of goes over to Lenara and says, you know, we can't take him out in the public like this, right? At least, I mean, we went to, we've gone to one place and people 
tried to cut our throats. Is, I mean, you seem to be very, you seem to have a, a knack for, at the very least, changing how I looked. Do you have any ideas for how we could disguise him? I mean, there's only so much you can do to make an old man into an old man. Well, luckily, it's very easy for us to take his glasses from him. So <laughs> that's a major uh, point of his uh, physique. Does anyone still have the masks from Dominia? I think those would stick out a lot more than... <laughs> yeah, but it's also local. an entirely different, you know, domain of dread. Would people here in Martyria Bay be really notice something from a different plane like that? It'd, it'd be weird. It'd be. It'd look weird. Blending in is a bit different from sticking out, and I feel like that would stick out. Well, imagine being back at your tribe with your father and Rina, and then six people wearing completely neutral white masks walked in and said, "Hey, don't worry about it." Well, I'm not saying you would all take of a us. second look. I'm not saying all of us. I'm saying just Van Richten. I feel like a bandana covering his mouth would be probably sufficient gonna be a cowboy <laughs> bandit <laughs> why not tie it around his head make him look like an old uh, babushka and just walk him around town hey he's my grandma just <laughs> sightseeing this man is my grandmother don't ask too many questions i want no let's go with the the bandana thing i want to hear uh justin do van richten john wayne quotes <laughs> <laughs> do you feel lucky punk I think while Tess and Lenara go walk Van Richten, the rest of us should find a, w- a way to deal with these bodies, burn them or something. But we got to get rid of them. So I think I think that's the plan right now. You guys walk Van Richten, and then the rest of us are gonna take care of these corpses. Slash and Lustra eat them. Then it's technically not cannibalism. I would imagine there's, like, this guy has to at least cook food every once in a while. Uh, most common rooms have a fireplace. If you want to go that route, I, I imagine there would absolutely be a, at least a fireplace here at Yawning Eddie's. I mean, there's also a dock. Worst comes to worst, we bag them up, laden them down with rocks, and throw them over the side. Fire them in the bag of holding. Just give me the bone saw. That's all I'm going to need. Just one bone saw in a fireplace and like an hour. <laughs> Actually, it might sate the bag, man, if we toss him in the bag of holding. Does, you does, keep... Does hard- he- Slash raises an eyebrow. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying is that the bag of holding is an extra planner thing. And the bag man, you know, usually takes adventures and stuff if you, you treat it a bit too poorly. But maybe if you toss corpses in there, maybe it looks favorably upon us. I don't know. All I'm saying is that I'm open to the idea of tossing them. I may not know much, Lustra, but I know that throwing dead bodies into your domicile is not something that I enjoy. Well, I mean, the bag was full of a bunch of dead hands before, so we know it works. Or at least it'll hold them. That's fair. And if you had it for that long, obviously the hands did something about that. So I, th- I think it, th- that checks out. So we should probably toss the bodies in there, call it a day. You can see the, the corners of Slash's mouth come down as if to say, like, hmm, I suppose it checks out. So I suppose we... And then he reaches for the bag of holding and undoes it and opens wide. It can be... And he just sort of gestures forward. <laughs> uh, you gesture forward, Looster steps back. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting the bodies in the bag holding. Sounds like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Works for me. You throw all three bodies in there. They just 
disappear one after the other, just boop, 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 gone. Cannot wait to turn it inside out again. <laughs> the, I will say, though, that with three bodies plus all the other stuff in there, your bag of holding is now full. You're yeah. now at full capacity. I say we wait until nightfall and then just dump them into the lake. Throw the, them into the, the shroud. Yeah. And do, do whatever you will. But you're like, I think it's pretty sure it's 500 pounds. The bag of holding can hold. And between the three bodies and all your other stuff, we're, we're there. Yeah, and that was yeah. a big orc. So He was a big boy. Perhaps if we, we know there is a Weaver's Guild here, what if uh, we got some local duds, as it were, uh, get Van Richten a nice wide-brimmed hat, uh, a pimp cane as opposed to his sword cane, <laughs> that way uh, if he walks a little awkward, it can be considered a strut. <laughs> Supplies would not go amiss in this area. I feel like there's also the merchant's area that we could investigate. Very quickly, provided we know what we're looking for. Food, rations, among others. I know uh, Lustra must be running low on arrows, and it would behoove me to maybe get a crossbow on the off chance we hit something anti-magical, and uh, maybe one for Slash on the off chance he likes to hang on more to more balconies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess let's shop for provisions, and then maybe... I feel like shopping for provisions and then perhaps investigating that large tower. I feel like that is, it sticks out differently from the rest of the other things on the horizon. I feel like it does not belong. I feel like that might be something that could assist Van Richten, perhaps. Well, I mean, it looks like the most conspicuous place. I'm not sure what Azalyn Rex is like, but I mean, the royalty usually has the biggest house on the block. And are we sure we want to take Van Richten to potentially a place that has the man who wanted him hunted? Like, <laughs> you raise a good point. Finding a way to heal Van Richten and ourselves, for that matter, might be of utmost importance. I just say we don't bring Van Richten there as a first thing. Like, maybe a second thing if it's not a temple to Azalyn Rex or something. That's it, dinner time. It's a good plan, I think. Find out what it is before you go. <laughs> Just send Van Richten in first. So, sounds like we're heading out? Yeah, um... Is there, um... Did uh, Yawning Eddie have keys on him for this place? Or it's just, he's here all the time. It doesn't need a lock. Uh... Yeah, flop house, people coming in and out. I feel like this, it's like, it's like a waffle house. They don't even build <laughs> these places with a lock on the door. <laughs> It doesn't even exist. Fun Amazing. fact. Fun fact about Waffle House, guys. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey. This is an educational podcast now. I like it. Um, Actually, times are different. Wouldn't surprise me if I, I they think, make them with locks. I, I think that has changed, but I do believe <laughs> times that, yeah, have changed. I, I, way back in the day, it used to be exactly that. Ah, oh, man. And then one kerfuffle, like three dead bodies, and you got to throw in a lock. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so. No lock on the place. And I don't think we want to leave Van Richten by himself in, like, a bar, you know, where people come in and out. So I feel like someone has to stay behind while everybody else, like, goes and checks out the marketplace or the tower. Is, is Merlin already taking a seat at the bar? <laughs> Just pulls, let me finish the business proposal, and then you can judge, okay? <laughs> I'll watch the booze behind the counter. I'll, I have a good yawn. I, can, I think I can pull off an Eddie impression. And Van Richten will be my uh, uh, greeter. 
<laughs> Van Richten is is not into it. He hears you and says, "Stay behind. I have no intention. I'm going for a walk. The only question is if you're coming with me." Does he look like he has a destination in mind, or he just wants some air? I need air. Okay. Do you want um, me to break his knees? I can break his knees. <laughs> I heard that. (laughs) You'll do no such thing with your little lemon head. (laughs) He's feistier today. Excellent. Feeling good. (laughs) It's not true. I'm very tired and feel like crap. (laughs) I may need one of you to beat up the lemon-headed one for me. (laughs) We'll start with you, the lemon-headed one. (laughs) (laughs) Could you beat yourself up? I suppose another thing worth investigation is what kind of authority exists within the city. If there is a notable city guard or or guild of sorts, in addition to anybody who is loyal to this 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 Rex character. That's a good one. Someone will give me an insight check. I'll uh, kind of maybe help you recap what you already know. Yeah. Well, there's the Cargatane, the secret police, and that's. 19. Yeah, 19 is is enough for a couple things. Yeah, you think back and you remember uh, when you were questioning Frank, the serial serial killer, about the government here. Uh, According to him, at the top of the food chain is King Azalyn Rex. He has a massive network of secret police that he that is called the Cargat. Below the Cargat is kind of like. The lo- it's like Cargat Light is mm-hmm. called the Cargatane. Oh, uh, those are two different things. Well, it's like it's the same organization but different ranks. So the Cargatane work for the Cargat. The Cargat works for Aslan Rex. Uh, but yeah, think of it as almost an organization. The Cargatane being the lower ranking members. Uh, and you also, with the nineteen, kind of think back of it at. When you arrived yesterday and you looked, you remember looking around and I mean, there's enough people and you'd think in, in a place where like new arrivals are showing up, like there would have been at least a guard, right? Like why hasn't there, you haven't seen a single guard in uniform since you've been here. And that strikes you as kind of odd until you kind of remember that fact. You're like, oh wait, this place is run by secret police. So it kind of dawns on you that this place, in a way, is almost the polar opposite of Dominia, where in Dominia, everybody looked exactly the same, and you had no idea who was under the mask. Here, everybody looks different. Nobody is wearing the same outfits here. Oh, Yawning same. Eddie could have been a guard. These guys you killed could have been guards. The dude with the pole could have been a guard. He could have been Azalyn Rex. It is, in a sense, kind of the opposite of Dominia, right? You've gone yeah. from everyone looking the same to literally everybody looking different. Okay. Oh. Mm. That's Oh, that's gonna mess with my paranoia. Hasselin Rex got four gold stopping boats and he's retired. He's just yep. given up his domain. I I bet that's how it works. That's we it. we solved it, guys. We did it. I would like to take Van Richten to the north, to the weaving weavers guild. Uh, perhaps just get him new clothes regardless, uh, but it is the district furthest away from the big scary building, or one of them. I'm in agreement with that. To blend in by going with the fashion makes sense. 
All right, not to be like a dog with a bone here or anything, but Van Richten has been hunted and he's traveled the mists for a lifetime, in human standards at least. How has he not been caught already? Has he told you anything about what he did in the mists or how he how he managed to not be recognized and caught by everyone he met? I mean, I could ask you the same questions about Simon. I... The amount of time I might have spent with Van Richten uh, might be uh, more than uh, you with Simon when he returned from the mist, but you were a lot closer and more intimate with Simon, and it was a it, it was a teacher student relation, and he did not want me here if that was an option. Sorry, that is fine, but this is exactly why they sent him to Dominia. I'm sure they wanted to erase this information from him. There's Mistwalkers, but he was born here, and the, the skill and knowledge and connections, if, if he can't access them himself, it's like taking an arc stone of, out of a bridge. All right. I... Okay, um... We just need to focus on one thing at a time, and I think right now, dressing at least somewhat like our surroundings is best. I'm with Lenara on this and that we need to get clothes that look more like here and less like, you know, where we're actually from. So what we can do is all of us can go, including Van Richten, and I can go and and I get my rosary out and start muttering a few words. I can make sure to see if people come in and out of this place and I can and mechanically speaking, I want to cast alarm across the threshold of the door as well as covering the two windows so that if people come in or out and we're within a mile i'll be able to find out if people come in and out to see if people come in and out what throughout the day well, that's not too bad that's a good idea so you guys are gonna like head out but if someone walks into yawning eddies this spell is gonna let you know yeah this spell as long gonna, as you're a mile within, within a place. mile and it lasts for eight hours awesome i dig it sick all right so that way we know if how viable Yawning Eddies could be as a base of operations if I can determine if there's any traffic. Yeah, yeah, that was a great idea. I mean, the one piece of information we have is the business was real shit, so here's hoping. <laughs> it's in, at least we know a spot we can return to or, or run back to. If anything, if we are separated, this is where we return to. I would not hold it against anybody if now that We've rested. We've had our moment to take everything in if anybody wanted to leave. But I, for one, am going to stick around with uh, Van Richten until he gets his senses about. And if anybody else is in that boat, whether it folds or not, hmm. uh, I will do my best to get you home or where you want to go. There's still far too much to learn here, and I have become accustomed to the safety that a group brings Wherever Van Richten and you go is where I shall too go. Strength in numbers, and you know, I'm here to find my father and Rena, so I'm not leaving until I find them. Tess just like looks like she is like mildly annoyed, glancing at Salash, and then just says, Seven Asteleth. What does that mean? You speak Elvish now that yeah. you have both personalities, right? Is that, yes. is that what we're getting at? Yeah. Did you yeah. say something in Elvin? You oh, just I, spoke I Elvin. said. Um, so uh, she told all of you it means we're all in this together in Elvin and the literal translation. 
it's a little archaic, a little slang, but um, it means I'm going to bury you. But in a nice way, right? In that nice elvish way, right? Is yes. It, like, I'm going to outlive you, but I'll be there. I'll be at your funeral. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Oh. That's how I interpret it, at that, least. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's an elvish. It sort of depends on the tone. <laughs> oh, sure. Maybe you use it different ways, she, sure. Be your pallbearer, but she'll be one of those dancing ones. <laughs> Merlin, are they going to be able to get you away from the bar? Uh, yeah, just one quick one, though, before we, you know, head out. One yeah, for the road. sure. Yeah. think how much more we can buy at the marketplace, Merlin. So, one more for the road. That puts you... That means we have three left from what you just found, plus whatever Adam might have in that bottle of wine left. I think that's where we're at there. All right. Where are we going? Alarm has been set up on the door. Mm-hmm. Van Richten starting to look anxious. He's like hand on the doorknob. All right. Where are we going? Doggy needs walkies. Um, <laughs> just before we go, you're not wearing armor, correct? Uh, I have leather armor. If leather armor. Uh, Lenara will go, we're all in this together. She'll give you a little pat as she twin casts mage armor on the both of us. Ooh. Mage armors. Mage armors. Nice. Where are we going? Uh, I guess we're headed to the Weaver's Guild up in the north. Going to the north district. Yeah, yep. getting some, some clothes to be less conspicuous. Yeah, Tess is going to take off her, um, her large cloak and drape it over Van Richten's shoulders and say, I... I mean, we're getting him new clothes, but he is not leaving this place without obscuring his face. Um, we do not want him recognized at all. Lenara will put, uh, take the feather out of her hat, stow that, and put the hat on his head as well. Assuming he's okay with it. What are you doing with this? You not look that cold outside. Let's go. But yeah, he takes the cloak, takes the hat. You look so good, sir. Damn right I do. <laughs> <laughs> So you do your best to make Van Richten look, uh, you know, as different as you possibly can with the limited resource you have, limited resources you have available to you. And you make your way towards the heart of the city, into the big city of Martira Bay, towards the North District. Again, this place is, you know, it's got busy city streets. This is a real melting pot. You see, you know, people sweeping the streets, the dung sweepers are out, people putting oil and lanterns for later tonight. Intersections absolutely everywhere. You can tell that this city wasn't built uh, with a master plan in mind. It's just, it was just buildings got added as it grew, and it is a mess of thin streets and alleyways. But you keep traveling north towards that district that has the Weaver's Guild in it. As you're traveling, you notice again that even though there's a lot of people out in the streets here, like everybody is very much keeping to themselves aside from, you know, maybe an occasional vendor looking your way and trying to sell you a bucket, that kind of thing. (laughs) But usually... You know, in the streets of Waterdeep or wherever you have been before, you know, you pass somebody on the streets and they'll give you like at least that little nod, a quick, hey there, and 
you know, the, the formalities, but there's none of that here. When you pass people on the sidewalks here and you get, you get the feeling that people definitely glance in your direction, but they're also making a conscious effort to not make eye contact. They're making a conscious effort to keep to themselves here. Okay. Do you have to pass? Let me double check the map. Do you have to pass through anywhere? Oh man, we're in a police state. You do. Yeah, to get there, you kind of have to pass through either the guild quarter or the merchant quarter. Which one would you kind of rather walk through? I would rather not go to the merchant quarter with more eyes until we... Well, he's... Well, there's more people to get lost enough. amongst. That's a good point. Also, more chance for pickpocket. I think it's like a pick em. I don't think it's like one of these is going to be much safer than the other. Like, this is a toss-up. We should just go with the merchant. We should just walk through the merchant thing. Maybe we, something catches our eye there. If if the threat's going to be the same regardless, let's just try and take the fastest route and yeah. just keep keep your hands on your purses and uh, don't trust anybody. The, the way the streets are laid out, like, it's such a mess that honestly it's going to be about the same amount of time to get the North District. It's... Let's go merchant quarter on the off chance they're selling premium buckets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might be. So through the merchant district to get yourselves towards the Weaver's Guild. Once you get there, to no surprise, you quickly tell that it is by far the busiest little section of the city. It is just this huge bazaar full of you know awnings and shops. There's people everywhere bumping into each other, yelling prices out. You see there's this one like particularly large crowd uh, that is all you know, huddled up around one vendor. And they're all screaming, trying to get to the front of the line. You can tell it's a dried salmon vendor. And I guess based on the fact that the trout has moved in so close, like fishing has slowed down a lot. And it looks like there's an absolute just... Like, people are, are going by crazy over at the dried salmon shop. Oh. And you, after a few moments of walking down the street, you see a familiar little face. A familiar little <gasps> face hanging out in the merchant district. Otto <laughs> Hups is hanging around. He looks a little different today, though. He has found some shoes. He's found some leather shoes that he's got on his feet. Ooh. He has upgraded his iron pot hat to this shiny stainless steel mixing bowl. <laughs> it is beautifully polished. He is holding only one bucket today. One single bucket. Wow. Business has been good. It has been it's been very good. You kind of look over at him. That one bucket is full of pouches. Says, oh, oh, hello there. Old, old, old hops here. Would you like to buy a pouch? Five silver, good pouch, best pouch you'll ever find. Slash so rolls his eyes, not this again. Oh, it's not this again at all. Pouches today. Pouches today. Old Dodo made a killing in the bucket business. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up in the world, old Dodo. Hops. Pouch. Five server. 
Is is there anything within the pouch? Not yet, but imagine you could put anything in there. I bet a wise man once told you a pouch is most useful when it's empty. That is the truth. The most potential, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, it's on your sign there. Look at that. Uh, I will take I will take two pouches. Two pouches. And he takes two pouches out of his bucket, hands them to you, make the exchange, the money exchange. Ten, ten silver for you. Seems to have gotten better at math, too. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Um, while this interaction's happening, I want to scan him. Um, see if there's any of that uh, Eye of the Crown iconography or anything like that, because he was... Other than Yawning Eddie, he was, and Pole Guy, I guess, he was like the person we interacted with most, and people found us real fast. So I just want to, I want to see if there's anything suspicious about him, or if he's just a lovable merchant that sure should thing. be around forever. Give me a perception check. Six. A six. No, you don't see, uh, you know, no tattoos, nothing. Okay. Nothing. Just a nothing, lovable merchant. Just a lovable Merchant. So, oh, I see you looking hard at Odo Hups. Would you like to buy a bucket, ma'am? Five. Oh, sorry. Did oh. I say bucket? I meant pouch. No take backsies. I'll take that bucket full of pouches. Old, Five silver. No, no, no. Old habits. Old <laughs> habits. <laughs> pouches. Would you like one? Five silver. You know what? I would love a pouch. A single pouch. To match my, uh, to match this one. She, like, gestures at her dart pouch uh, and she'll she'll buy a pouch how how big are we talking here like like purse size wallet size i think they're about purse size this is your standard adventurer's gear pouch nice so i'm sure if you looked it up and give you like weight limits and stuff sorry i don't have it close by but it, this is your standard pouch awesome thank you very much mr odo it's a a very nice piece of headgear you've found yourself yes i bought it from my bucket profits <laughs> upgraded to pouches as well oh who knows what old odo huts will be selling tomorrow everybody Backpacks. everybody tell me your passive perception uh 12 for slash 14 for lustra 11 12 Fif for merlin 15 for tess tess what happens next here in the Merchant District happens very, very quickly. Hmm. With the most of the attention of the people in the immediate area focused on that dried salmon vendor. I mean, like, everybody's over there trying to fight for what's left of the salmon supply. While that's happening, out of the corner of your eyes, you see two figures both cloaked, both moving through the crowd very quickly, and both heading in your direction. One of them is coming like from the left, and the other is coming from the right. The one on the right is a very large cloaked figure, beefy person under those cloaks. On the other side, a much smaller cloaked figure. As the smaller one approaches, uh, closes in, she kind of pulls her cloak back to reveal uh, there's this black-haired human female 
with beautiful brown eyes. And those beautiful brown eyes are just like locked on to Van Richten. And in a flash, there's a quick movement under her robes. And you see a tiny little hand crossbow get pulled out and fired very quickly. A bolt just careening towards Van Richten's direction. Shit. From the other side, you see that massive, that other massive cloaked figure with speed even faster than that first reaches under the cloaks and throws two hand axes through the air. The first one smacks that crossbow bolt like directly out of the air. You hear a clang and it kind of hits the ground. What? The second embeds itself like right in the middle of the forehead of that female assassin. Oh. The large cloak figure kind of, you know, closes the gap and pulls back the cloak to show that familiar rosary hanging from Lamin Venari's. Oh, yeah! And he puts his hand, uh, immediately he notices Van Richten, and says, it is good to see you, old friend. And Van Richten just looks at him and is like, who the hell are you? <laughs> and he places, Lamin places his hand on Lucifer's shoulder. There is no time to explain, my son. You are watched. Van Richten is hunted here. You must take him to hiding. Two blocks to the north, there is an alley. It will bring you to Orchard Street. You must go there. You must hide yourselves while you travel. Lose any trails that you may have. There is a house there with a blue door. Small yard growing carrots on the side. There's a halfling woman there by the name of Amelia Wigglebrick. You will be safer there than anywhere else here. Consider her Venari. Oh. 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 Wow. As I know you have many questions, and I will answer them, my son. But not until he is safe. Go. I will be the distraction. I may be getting old. But we still look enough alike that I will trick any other trails you may have picked up. Go. And with that, he kind of like low-key hands you this pouch. There are potions and scrolls that will aid you. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Okay, Dad, bye. No, actually, no. Like, the, the body language you're reading is I kind of angrily shuffle my shoulder off of his palm. And it's like, we'll meet you there. And I'm going to keep going. Ooh. Ooh. Angsty team mm. stress. Mm. Yeah. Took too long to get that milk from the store, Dad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long time to get cigarettes, dude. <laughs> you can kind of sense that your anger. And he kind of nods. He understands. I will answer your questions when we meet at this safe house tonight. Safety first. Let's go. We got to be quick. And with that, the massive form of Lamin Venari does not cloak back up. He lets his face be shown in the crowd and tries to trick any trails you've already picked up. What do you do? 
Odo Huts, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. Trying to sell the corpse a, a bunch of pouches. <laughs> no, and uh, you guys can have five free pouches because as soon as hand axes and bolts started getting fired, he GTFO'd. <laughs> five pouches fell out of the bucket. So you get five Excellent. free pouches if you'd like. All right. Everybody gets one. The bag that Lamin just gave you has two regular potions of healing one greater potion of healing and three scrolls that you'd have to take at least a few minutes to look over. But the potions are nice and labeled for you. Awesome. What do we do? Uh, Just got a packed lunch from my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, there's a little it. note in there. I love it. I love that Lamin is, I mean, I love that Lustra is so angry, but David has a huge smile on his face. <laughs> David has a huge smile. Yep. Yeah, yeah, what are cool. we doing? Uh, as, when when Lamin says, "I will get, I will become a distraction," I say, "But that will involve. That will mean you will be the one hunted. Are you sure you'll be able to take care of yourself?" He can handle it. We gotta go. We gotta go quick. Let's go. And I glare at Tess. Let's go. Total daddy's boy. Hmm. Also in Elvish. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. We'll see you this evening. Uh, and yeah, Tess will grab her, the left sleeve of her shirt, rip it off, hand it to Lustra and say, cover your goddamn face, you egotistical pieces of shit. Okay, cool. Thanks. And Lustra shakes his head, covers his snout and keeps trucking on. Yeah, Tess, like, pulls her shirt up over hers and, like, tries to, at the very least, cover more of her face than usual. Slash will do up a few extra buttons on his shirt. And <laughs> that's uh, all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> all y'all frilly shirt hat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we also have those white frilly shirts. There's a lot of them. There's okay. a lot of them out there. Yeah, as we're, as we're traveling, Tess reaches up and just musses the shit out of Merlin's uh Merlin's bowl cut. <laughs> Try to make it look less like a bowl cut. Sure. I'll undo a few buttons on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let the hobo stink come out. <laughs> yeah. So are we still going to the woo uh Weaver's Guild? Weaver's no. Guild? Hell no. Hell no, to the no, hell no, no, no. We're going to Orchard Street. Yeah. Have we seen any like billboards for sales? Because I'm not fully convinced yet. <laughs> I'm going to snag the hand crossbow and any bolts from that assassin. That's it. Let's, if Lamin doesn't take his axes back, let's take those too. Would yeah, we? He'd, he'd, well, he'd probably take this back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's going to pick those up. He's like, oh, right. <laughs> now I'm unarmed. Uh, would we have had a chance before this to actually stop anywhere and have shopped and picked anything up? Or we're still SOL for like. You can go shopping right now. You're in the merchant quarter. Yeah, let's go shopping right now. <laughs> nah. No. Let's I think the goal was to travel to through Merchant Quarter. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm All just right, saying, Orchard yeah. Street. I'll yeah. We'll, we'll disguise ourselves and then maybe we can come back. But not before then. They know our faces. Now, if we can find more allies, that's the best. And I say we go to and find this Amelia. Amelia is a free additional resource. This is going to be most beneficial before we purchase any additional walking resources. Walking and talking. Yeah, that's yeah, walking and talking. Walking and talking. But All right. Again. So just following the directions that Lambin gave you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try and 
your best to lose those trails that you may or may not have picked up. Yeah, let's not take a direct path there. Let's let's try to do at least a little bit of a roundabout path. And try and so we're not lose going directly. Yeah, lose any zigzag. tails. Yeah. Sure thing. Let's do a group stealth check then. Let's find out how sneaky you guys are at losing this tail. Van Richten, in the meantime, is like introducing himself to everybody. Hello there. <laughs> My name is Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. I apologize for the strange bandana on my face. How'd everyone do? I got a 17. Myself as well. As did I. Oh, 17s. What did Looster get? Did you also get a 17? No, I think I must be a bit distracted from seeing Pops because I only got a 7. It's okay, I got a 20. Okay, all right. And a 20? 20, baby. These are very, very, very good rolls so far. Unfortunately, Van Richten is in the mix here. Let me roll for him. <laughs> he rolls a nat 20 somehow. I say, weren't we supposed to go directly to Orchard Street? <laughs> to the house of Amelia Wigglebrick? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me where the carrots are? A house with a blue door. Very, very obvious. But because he rolls a natural 20, everybody writes it off as just... Incoherent ramblings of an old man. <laughs> pretty, pretty decent overall here. I think that averages out to a 13 with Van Richten in the mix. Still a pretty good roll. You guys rolled really well there. Uh, which means that you do exactly what you set out to do. You zigzag your way through some streets, some alleys. Maybe even double back a few times, make sure you weren't followed, and you know, zigzag it in a different direction next time. You do everything you can to lose any trails that you may have picked up. And you eventually make your way to this Orchard Street. You're kind of at one end of it, maybe, you know, maybe a few hundred feet down the street, somewhere in the middle of Orchard Street, I guess. You can see the house that was described to you, maybe a hundred feet away. Blue door, little garden, grown carrots on the side. Looks like just uh, residences here, but it is house next to house next to house. Very, very close together. There's no more than like five feet in between houses here. Packed together tight like sardines. And you guys have done your damnedest to not get noticed. But when you're about 100 feet from what you assume or what you're told is Amelia Wigglebrick's home, sure enough, you hear a voice not far away from you at all. Old old huts here. Oh, not this <laughs> Looking time. Looking for a safe house? Not Five this silver. time. Unfortunately not. You hear a voice come from the right and in between two houses. You look over there. You don't see anybody, though. But the voice says, Ah, you folks really know how to double back. You sneakies, you sneakies. I'll admit, most of my idiot fucking crew couldn't keep up. But old me and... Hold on, what the fuck's this guy's name? <laughs> but old me and Rockless, we kept up. We kept up. Might as well lay your arms down, give us the old man. 
I'm not the only one watching. Look over your shoulder. You kind of look up there, and sure enough, there is a beefy half-elf. Right now, we're like kind of crouched on a rooftop next to you. Shows himself, and he's aiming a big old longbow down at you guys. But this voice from the streets says, see, all surrounded. Let's make this easy, yeah? Put everything down. We'll make it quick on yous. Your silence implies we're rolling initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Slash couldn't come up with a with a jerkish jerkish quip. Initiative to roll. Just heads up to make you guys feel a little bit better about this. You rolled high enough on stealth that there's not as many here as I was hoping there would be. But there are still two combatants in the mix. There is that half elf archer on a rooftop to your south. West, the rooftop being 20 feet above the ground, all the houses on this street, 20 feet. Uh, it's 20 foot climb to the roof. The voice is coming from your right. You've been followed. Anybody get a 20 or higher? All Shit. right. 15 or higher. I got a 16. I also got a 16. But I think you're faster. I'm so much faster. <laughs> so Tess and then Slash. Uh, 10 or higher? Uh, Merlin got a 14. Okay. L- Looster got a 13. Looster 13. Five or higher? Oh, six. Just scraping by. That's it. Your boy Van Richten is an initiative for this one. He got a two. Great. <laughs> and that then is going to start our little street combat. A little bit of a street combat. That voice suddenly turns into not just a voice, but a body. What was once an invisible caster becomes a very visible, bald-headed human man. What? Standing over to your right, he's wearing these flowing yellow robes, with black trim, he yells up to that half-elf at the top of the roof. Says, don't kill the old one, Rockless. And then he starts to wave his arms around in the air. Let's see. You guys were all good with kind of where you're positioned on the map, your marching order? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. In that case... He is going to look at the person in between himself and Van Richten, which is Tess. He waves his arms in the air, and all these tiny little arrows appear in the air before him. There's like dozens of them, all with these like barbed arrowheads. And he kind of pushes both hands in front of him, and all these arrows come flying towards you, Tess. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Does an 11 hit Tess? I don't think it does. <laughs> Miss, then, as these arrows, they actually still, like, they don't go off course. Coming straight for actually go straight through you, and you realize they were an illusion, an illusion that you take no damage from. What? But then he waves his arms around again and 
just says, oh, fuck, stand still over there. I really was. He <laughs> summons up this massive, like, ballista bolt. And just one of them this time. One big old ballista bolt. And sends it hurtling towards you, Tess. Yipe! This time I got myself an 18. Ah, shit. Um, quick question. Mm-hmm. Is that a ranged attack? A ranged weapon attack, or is it still a spell? It's a spell. Shit. I'm just being flavorful as a spell. Okay. It is a spell, as a matter of fact, when the... Just as you think that this massive ballista bolt is going to rip through your body, it goes right through you, but doesn't leave a hole. Like, just kind of passes through. It still hurts as it does so, but more than anything, it just fucks with your mind. And you take... 11 points of psychic damage. Oh. 11 points of psychic damage. That's significant. Ow. And this wizard or spellcaster. So this is going to be easy then, isn't it? Lay down your arms for Zast and the Great will be the one who brings Van Richten's head in. But with that, it's going to be on you to counter tests. What is your response? You got an archer on a rooftop and a spellcaster who is 20, yeah, 20 feet away from you. Or there's 15 feet in between you and the caster to your right. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we do have a dragon with a rail gun, so I feel like... I feel like the arrow battle will probably be between those two. And I did just get shot with an invisible arrow. So Tess is going to uh, reach around behind her and say, Huh, well, I guess I should at least commend you for keeping up. I think now it's time that you go down. And she is going to... uh, while dashing towards him, just pull the bone saw out and try to slice off one of his hands. Hells yeah, going for the caster. Yeah, kill the wizard. Mm, that is 12 to hit. That is a hit. Ooh, that is ooh. a hit. That was unexpected, and I am here for it. 12. 12 magical slashing. Very respectable amount of damage to start this thing off. Hit me for 11, I'll pay you right back, and uh, I'll I'll sort of, like, jump up and, like, kick off the side of the, like, alleyway that he's standing next to and try to crack him in the head on arm strike for 12 to hit again. It's still a hit. Oh, getting lucky. Yeah, just barely. And that's another five bludgeoning. Okay. Right, and that will be it. I'm going to keep myself in between Van Richten and him. Just charge in there, a couple cracks to my spellcaster. 17 points damage gets doled out. Who's next here? Who's next? Looks like we've got Slash up next. Yep. I try to smile confidently and just cough up blood. (laughs) Seeing... Catching that from from Tess, he's gonna go and approach um, a buddy on the right there. He's gonna stay ten feet out of range, of course. He's gonna slide to a stop. 
Um, uh, and as he slides to a stop, he holds out a hand, and he says, and he says to him, uh, says to him, "You will not catch your quarry this day." Um, uh, and he's just gonna reach out a hand and poison spray as a mist of green and sickening poison. Oh flies hell in his yeah! Face. Slide in. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah, like Tom Cruise in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I think of the name of that movie? Mission Impossible? No, no not Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, that's, that's the only was, one he did. That's the one. Risky yeah. Business? I think. Yeah, Risky Business. There you go. <gasps> Pocket Sand. <laughs> Love it. DC what? Uh, DC 13 Con. Ooh, 14 on the con. Uh, 14 on the con save. Son of a bitch. Half damage? Or no, that would save or uh, suck, that's right? Save or suck. You Tom Cruise your way into there, <laughs> ten feet from this guy. Poison spray goes wide over his shoulder. Yep. Um. Uh, he sort of shakes his wrist as if he as if he heard it, and he just sort of glares at him menacingly. Very, very unfortunate. Slash. Very, very unfortunate. That's going to bring it though to my good friend Merlin Carlisle. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Merlin, expert roof climber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a in a past life, definitely was a roofer. If there's one thing we know about Merlin, it's he's a good building climber. That's right. Um, where is the closest ladder? On this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought I was joking? No, no. Merlin's really climbing up on this roof. On the uh, towards the archer, of course. Yeah. Uh, so there's no actual ladder, but there's plenty of. Ledges, window sills, uh, what do you call it? Like a lattice, is that what it's called? Yeah. 20 feet, so it's just double movement to get up there unless you've got something that stops difficult terrain. Uh, so uh, just extra yeah. movement and a very, very easy athletics check. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I got 30 feet, so how much of that is going to get used even getting there? Uh, Five. Looks ten, like about half. Half of it? 15 feet, so I got, yeah, it's not quite enough then to, to make it all the way up, but um, I'll, I'll start. I'll get my, I'll get as far as I can up there. You can dash as well with your action. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, so we'll see, okay, 60 feet then. That uses 15, leaves me with 45. That's enough to get to the top. That's enough to get to the top. So yeah, you, yeah, it looks like that's literally just enough to kind of get you right there. Yeah. Uh, Very good, give me... A very easy athletics check. Here comes the one. <laughs> no there's, problem. There's a one on that die. Super easy check here. <sighs> oh, wait. One of them's named Brockless. They can get fumbles. <gasps> True. Yeah. They're both named. Yeah, they're both yeah, named. Yeah, they're both yeah. named. That's right. Oh, Ooh. shit. Brockless and Zastan the Great. Zastan the Great. Okay, that's an eight on the die plus uh, three. You're good. We're good? You're good. good. Yeah. I wasn't kidding. It is a very easy check to get up there. Super easy check, but it is failable. <laughs> it is failable, but you succeed. You get yourself with a dash all the way up to that rooftop and actually close the gap with that half-elf. And he looks at you and says, Oh, you're quicker than you look. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true. This lanky body lets me uh, take big strides up lattice. Uh, and I'm gonna, I guess I can't really attack on this turn, but I will, I'll get myself ready. Gonna mean mug him. <laughs> I like it. Stare this jerk down. With that sour disposition of yours. Lustra, that's gonna bring it over 
to you, Mr. Venari. Uh, getting a bit frustrated, he's going to haul out his longbow, whip around, and start and interpose himself between Van Richten and Mr. Arrow Guy. And I've been playing too much Forbidden West, and I'm going to slide in like Aloy and cock back that arrow, and, and I'm going to charge it up, and a force energy comes to a point right against the arrow tip to force that up as my bonus action. I'm going to take a shot at this guy. Do it. Which guy? The guy on the roof. Ah. Rockless, right? Yeah. Rockless, turning your attention to my half-elf archer. Oh, no, that's that's a miss. That's a, that's a four-plus stuff, so that's a miss. That's going to be nine, I think. Yeah, that's yep. a miss. And <laughs> so do that, miss. Arrow goes super wide. After a few seconds, you hear a random scream. <laughs> right? <often>. Ah! My <laughs> eye! <laughs> Somehow my baby exploded! <laughs> <laughs> Who's firing a rail gun? <laughs> oh shit! And uh, I'm gonna, you know, get up from my. Oh, that's the last time I do that. Get up and kind of make myself big and act. As, try to act as cover for Van Richten. Try to cover Van Richten as best as you can. That's gonna bring it to my archer, my archer, who you've closed the gap with here, Zass and the Great down below the like, Rockless. Hurry up and do something, you idiot! Yeah, Rockless, hurry up and do something, you idiot! He... Oh, man, he really wanted to fire his bow, but would he switch to... He's already got it out. He's going to fire this bow before he turns his attention to Merlin. He's going to try to help out his uh, little spellcasting buddy. So he is going to start off with a little bit of a bonus action. Mm. He's going to add himself a little bit of a little bit of fanciness to his rolls. A little bit of fanciness. He's doing a ranged attack with a melee combatant, so he has disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he's going fancy. Okay. I'm confident. All right. Oh. I'm confident in my rolls. I don't know. Oh, boy. There's one on two die now. Yeah, it's true. It is true, but with disadvantage, I get myself a 17 Holy to hit... Who's that other body over there? Slash. 17 to hit Slash. That hits Slash. Oh, no. Let's do some damage. Uh-oh. Let's do some damage, boys. Uh, I need one of these. I need one of these. Oh, gotta add one of these. Three! Oh, upgrade. Uh, oh, here we go. Man, there's a chance I could one-shot you if it's three dice. <laughs> I mean, there's a chance you could one-shot Slash with one die. I was looking at the wrong thing. It's two dice. Two dice, but I do eight points Ouch. of piercing damage Ouch. to Ouch. Slash with one of my longbow arrows. I even tried to antagonize him real hard. Sorry, Slash. <laughs> And he's going to try to kind of keep Merlin at bay long enough to get another shot off. Another one. Doing it again. Uh, this time, though, with disadvantage, I don't think I'm getting anywhere near it. So nine to hit Slash. That is a negative. Nothing on that. That is a miss. Then second arrow goes wide and kills Van Richten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, my archer, that's his turn, and he kind of places his hand on his short sword, getting ready 
to engage with Merlin, who's closed the gap on the roof here. Lenara, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Things seem pretty evenly divided at the moment, so I'm going to just find a clear line, fire a ray of frost at uh, Zastan, the mediocre, and uh, (laughs) see if I can add a little damage. Oh, that's a 20 to hit. Oh, yeah. With my big old cantrip for three uh, cold damage, but on the off chance he runs from Tess, he's going to have a real hard time now. Fair enough. And yes, I will would. move back to beside Van Richten and end my turn. Thank you for slowing him down. I'm not sure if I would have been able to keep up. <laughs> now you can really keep up. Van Richten, on his turn then, is going to pull the sword out of his cane. Says, We're under attack! <laughs> you haven't already noticed. And he... <laughs> is going to... Would he close the gap? Still not at 100%. But he does manage to close the gap and take a swing at this spellcaster. Don't you know who I am? You are (laughs) engaging with Van Richten! Rudolph Van Richten! That is exactly what he says. He takes a swing with that sword cane, and unfortunately, it goes wide... And that's going to bring it back to the top of the turn order. Back to my caster, who is yelling at this rock. You useless fuck. You said you were a sharpshooter. Fucking useless. And he is going to do a few things. Zastan the Great is going to wave his arms in the air. He is going to first cast Mage Armor on himself as well. Well, crap. Boost his AC up a little bit. He's going to follow that up with a bonus action. And suddenly, all of you next to him now see two Zastan the Greats. What? Two of them which mechanically is going to make him a little bit harder to hit. But he is still yelling at Rockless, Hurry up, damn it! Kill these fucking idiots! We need to take Van Richten! I'm getting my reward for this, and a promotion. But before it goes back to you, Tess, something else happens on this turn, about 100 feet down... You've kind of wondered up to this point. Fights only lasted a few seconds, but usually you think maybe you see a few people poking heads out of windows, seeing what the hell's going on in the streets. Yeah. This is a weird place. People keep to themselves. So if anything, shutters have just been closed <laughs> and whatnot when the, the fight breaks out. Except for that door, that little blue door about 100 feet away. Oh. In that house with the carrot garden. <gasps> and this tiny little two-and-a-half-foot halfling woman she's got red hair tied up in a ponytail she's wearing this beautiful little blue dress but has this white apron over it apron pockets in the front full to the brim with all kinds of stuff knitting needles there's a sprig of parsley There's a wooden spoon, some scissors, bags of things. You have no idea. That apron pockets bulging to the brims. And with these gentlemen loudly saying Van Richten's name out here on the streets, 
This little halfling woman comes out, broom in hand, swinging it in the air, and she just says, You get your hands off Dr. Van Richt and you weather-bitten clop holes! <laughs> <laughs> and we'll finish this fight next week, I think. Oh, there we go. Oh, my oh. That's, oh, my Lord. that's why we have the explicit tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! yeah. Sorry about that one. <laughs> we got a little a little harsh there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>